0: Your story, like only you do. We're on the same team of dreamers, a happy, scrappy group of believers. So come play a part. There's room for mistakes and messes and art. Who cares if there's not many takers? We're doing it for the
1: makers. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the For the Makers podcast. I Hope that you are doing so well. It is a tad dreary and rainy outside for us today. Yeah, but I'm hoping that your day is bright and sunny. Yeah, and if it's not, that these showers bring you know fall flowers
0: (laughs) (laughs) or winter, depending on when this comes out. Yeah,
1: exactly. Oh man, you (laughs) guys. It's been a long day. It's been a great day. Such a good day. So many great conversations. Really solid. Yeah, and you guys, we're just getting started. Yeah. it's We got a stacked lineup for season three. We really do. And you guys, I just wanted to put myself again out there and introduce myself, introduce us, if yeah. you will. Um, my name is Lee Beth Etheridge. I'm one of the hosts for this podcast. For the podcast you are currently listening to, it is the For the Makers podcast. Um, and it comes out every oh, second, second, and, second fourth and fourth Friday. Friday. Read My Lips, of, of the, the month. month. Because you clap on the two and the four. Not on the one and the three. <laughs> oh. And I'm here with my incredible co-host, the one, the only, <laughs>
0: Rachel Giver. I almost just whacked my face onto this microphone. That would have been really nice
1: for you to hear. <laughs> just a big smack. Yeah. <laughs> okay, we're going to stop talking, and we're going to introduce our... Wonderful, (laughs) wonderful guest. She's loving. When I'm telling you, I love this woman so much.
0: She is just so gracious and joy-filled. Amen. I just love this woman. Today on the podcast, we have Anel Moya, and I'm going to go ahead and do a little cold read of her bio. Go for it, Ray. All right. Anel Moya is a singer, songwriter, and actress from Cape Town that currently resides in the USA. She is an AMDA graduate with a BFA, and, she has since, uh, and she's since, been featured in golly theater productions such as Cinderella, The Little Mermaid, Rapunzel, and many more. With having a passion for music, Annel has since gone on to release her debut single, Heartbreak Before Love, in March 2023, which has since received support from publications such as Hype Magazine, IOL, and many more. The single serves as the lead single to her forthcoming EP, Now Not Yet, which can be expected in late 2023, y'all. Anel Moya, welcome to the podcast. Thank you guys for having me. This is good. very loca. This is very crazy. <laughs> this is <laughs> well. We're so glad that you're here. I mean, Thank truly, you. we've been looking forward to having you on the podcast for a long time. Yes. Oh my
2: gosh, I'm crying on the inside, but then it's gonna come on the outside. Yeah. Very soon. Now, not yet. <laughs> now, not <Yeah>. yet. <laughs> yeah.
0: And can oh I just say gosh. how excited I am for the for your EP? Thank you. Like, I mean, it's just. You are amazing. You're an amazing individual, but to see that come out in your art is just such a gift. Thank you. And we've gotten to collaborate just a teensy, tiny, tiny bit. Yes. Um. A lot of people. We did a reading of um Le joie together. Yo. Or was it the um? Did we do the sizzle reel for it together?
2: We did the sizzle reel, but. Also, that day was just like such a beautiful day of just like meeting you people, and then yeah. I was like, "Oh, Rachel's here!" Yeah, and then okay. I was like, "Wait, I know this person!"
0: Yeah, just yeah. the best ever. Anyway, it was great. <sighs> yeah. How did you? You know an L from The Hang?
2: I know an L from Well, L I, L I know L. you from yeah. The Hang too. I can't even remember the day that I met you. You, I came really? in and I was like a deer in headlights, <laughs> and <laughs> immediately we're like, "Hi, friend!" <laughs> <And you just laughs> oh,
1: me.
0: that sounds accurate.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I think the time where I think Anel and I's friendship really was solidified as we went to coffee Mm. randomly one day and we talked for like almost three hours. Yeah. Just about life, about art, about all different kinds of stuff. And it was, yeah, it it goes down in my head as like one of my favorite like coffee, Mm. random coffee experiences ever. And then getting to know Anel just over this past year, especially has been so much fun. And she's just, she's such a great... Oh, champion of art and incredible artist herself go listen to her single you guys yeah, heartbreak her-
2: before love it's so <laughs>
1: good it's so so good
2: heartbreak another yeah, one is coming just- out my mom says i'm gonna stop singing it now <laughs> <laughs> your, your mom's mom. like please she goes oh, heartbreak yes we get it babes <laughs> <laughs> let's move on and I'm like, we get oh, it relax. babes
1: you're like mom come yeah. on
0: <laughs> wait i love that okay, okay. Oh, I'm so sorry. No, please. We were both like excited to jump in. We were. I love the
2: excitement. Well, yeah.
0: (laughs) So, yeah, because you're an actor, singer, Mm -hmm. singer, songwriter. How did you get into the arts?
2: Oh, my gosh. I mean, I have to go all the way back to my family. Yeah. mm -hmm. Because like. We are very musical in terms of like, we love music. And then my sister is a musician as well. And she's also releasing her first single oh, come on. next week Friday. Oh my gosh. So, you know, big ups to her, I love her. Yes. Um, but like my oldest brother, he loves like um, R&B, like 90s R&B cool. and jazz. And then my mom, gospel, my brother, alternative rock. And then my sister also R and B, and then at the time like two thousands, and I think all of that molded me to also love music and find music myself. Yeah, and I thought that I always wanted to be a singer first. Yeah, and uh, you know, also my sister wanted to be a singer, so I was kind of following her footsteps. (laughs) Sure, Um, kind of still am. (laughs) Yeah, but um, but I started to find like folk music and different types of like um, just. Uh, really honest authentic music Mm. and I was like okay maybe this is my lane Mm. but I didn't know what to call it and honestly I still don't know what my music is called sure but um in high school I start I found um drama yeah and I did my first musical which was the little mermaid and I was like Pretty happy to be the first black mermaid. <laughs> yes, yes. Come I'm on. I'm like, like sorry to Hallie, but like uh,
0: listen. But Anel, Anel did it first. Yeah. I
2: kind of no, 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 no. Don't say that out on the record. Listen, <laughs> yeah, that's true. I might be sued. But listen, I'm gonna say I I I am so happy that ki- that came out. Yeah. You know, so the k- little kids could see that yeah. on TV. Mm-hmm. Um, it was very new to me at the time, but um, I was like. Whoa, I can sing and act and dance and mm. do this and love this so much. yeah. Uh, I found such a connection with like um acting and all that. So I you know started to pursue it in high school. but it wasn't it wasn't like it wasn't the ultimate dream, But at the same time, there was no ultimate dream, yeah, you mm-hmm. know? Mm-hmm. And then I think near my senior year, I started to look up schools, and everybody's like, Looking up schools in South Africa, there's nothing wrong with South African schools. At the time, I just couldn't find musical theater schools. Yeah, and I was like, okay, maybe I do New York. Yeah, all right. Typing <laughs> like, oh, click click click.
0: <laughs> those are really those are right? really good sound effects.
2: And yeah. <laughs> and I found Amda, um, and I told my mom, I'm like, listen, they have a really great, you know, musical theater program. I might wanna apply. Yeah. She was like, okay, cool. If you wanna do New York, you do New York. So mm. you apply to Juilliard first <gasps> and then Amda. I'm, I'm like, fine, Mom, bring it on. Yeah. Yes, right? let's go. Got rejected. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I would say, of course, but like, they're very prestigious, okay? Yeah, okay, yeah, okay, yeah. okay. The competition, yeah. yeah. There's
0: a lot of people <sighs> are yeah. Juilliard. you know. I would have picked you, I know. Yeah, truly. I just have to say that for the record. Tear. Tear.
2: Yeah. But, I mean, I got the rejection letter, and I was, like, so calm. And I said, okay, cool. Yeah. Next up, I'm done. Yep. So I applied, and I came here. I was just like, you know, maybe it'll be a better chance to audition here. Yeah. And I was, like, so enchanted. So, um. I was so enchanted and and I felt so comfortable at the same time mm. having no help at all. Yeah. I barely knew any other monologues. What I did was probably like the most, you know one of those, <laughs> like, <laughs> what are those like what's that monologue that's like um my something something about divorce papers. I ate my divorce papers. Oh
0: my gosh. Oh, yeah. It wasn't
2: it wasn't that, but it was like <laughs> as common as yeah, yeah, that yeah. Yeah, yeah 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 that's how badly i did not know anything about monologues <laughs> and i sang um all i ever needed was the music in the mirror yeah music in the mirror yes yeah. mm-hmm. and i was scared that they're gonna ask me to dance so <laughs> <laughs> i was like okay buddy that's all i got <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah yeah but um yeah and then i got accepted on my birthday and Yay. i came and like i was like okay cool this is the dream yeah i don't picture myself doing anything else. And then of course COVID happened, Mm. but um, it taught me to not just like love it with everybody else around, but to love it for myself. Yeah, And um, I really did fall in love with musicals and music in general. And it gave me a chance so that when I came back, it really meant something and I was doing it with God yeah mm, cool um so you know ever since then i've just been more honest with my work and then you know god's kind of been giving me some music to also release to be more honest and vulnerable yay <laughs> <laughs> we love it we love it yeah yeah, yeah 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 but it's been truly truly a blessing and now like i thought that my music career was going to come after my acting career yeah mm-hmm. and now it's coming in between mm. yeah. and yep. i was like oh i mean that goes to show you don't plan everything at right all. right i can't plan like mm, these first five years i'm going to be on broadway <laughs> right. yeah, and right. then you know right, and i right. really did think like yeah not to say that i won't be on broadway because you know no, no, Jesus, yeah, right. I, but um i really just thought that i could like kind of compartmentalize everything yeah and everything has kind of been in between and and messy and beautiful at the same time and i'm having all these experiences Mm -hmm. so um i'm having my acting career and my music career right next to each other Mm -hmm. i don't know how it merges yeah but you know we're like figuring it out yeah yeah kind of
1: yeah yeah (laughs) yeah blindly
0: (laughs) Yeah, 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 yeah do you find it difficult like week to week, month to month, day to day to like go back and forth between like writer hat and actor hat yeah. and singer. Like how does that look for you in your like just everyday life?
2: Yeah, it does. It, it, it is hard, but at the same time, my writing experience, I don't know if it's the same for everybody, but my writing experience is very different I don't sit down and say now I'm going to write. Mm-hmm. Um, I will sit down when I have something to kind of you know rearrange or find something new. Mm-hmm. But um, it always comes in a weird, re- weird, random time that mm-hmm. I get something, mm-hmm. and that's why I can say that my music, although I sing it and it is mine, it's not technically mine. It feels sure. like yeah, you know, yeah. dropped, yeah. yeah, heavenly dropped. Um, yeah. and it always tells me something about myself that I don't know yet mm. or, um, something that I need to tell myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, yeah, my writing experience is very random. So mm-hmm. it comes like, I would say every two weeks mm-hmm. something new comes, but then at the same time I can't force it. I can't do anything to kind of speed it up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I really have to work with god yeah. right on how to say like okay i don't want to make this sound so poetic and right you know force this out so i always have to work with god with that and that takes time mm. um and then also auditioning is like its own art <laughs> form <laughs> yeah it is <laughs> yeah. totally you know um i've only now started to get back into auditioning now that the visa kicked in and mm. i'm like woohoo hey but um just going to auditions in person again. I remember I was like shaking, like holding my paper, like yeah. shaking my my hand, and I was like, breathe. Uh-huh. And um, I kind of have to hold them gracefully. Yeah. As they come, mm-hmm. but then also the auditions don't come as often as yeah. I would like them to. Yeah. yeah. So that's why I teach in the meantime, and yeah, and I just like try to maneuver my writing and auditioning.
0: yeah yeah yeah. no absolutely were you always that way with writing where like every two weeks you would just kind of like you kind of had to write
1: Mm.
2: I mean I journal now and I used to write poetry as a kid consistently wow Mm. as a
0: kid poetry
2: yeah in high school oh they were all sad girl poems Mm, (laughs) love that Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah but they were very like they surprised me I went back and I wrote about my old boots that um, I used to love, and they kind of got uh, scuffed at the at the front. Mm-hmm. And I compared them to uh, one of my good friends. Listen, I just said that really badly, but listen, <laughs> but. Um, I, I loved those boots and mm. I loved my friend. Yeah. And she saw a huge imperfection, mm. you know, just like everybody saw an b- imperfection in my boots of like, oh, those are beautiful boots, but what did you do in the front?
0: Mm. Right. Yeah. And I found like
2: a correlation of like her scars and then the scars on my shoes. Wow. And I was like, uh, oh you gosh. were 15, uh, girl. Now. Yeah. Come on. Come on. Yeah, really? So like I wrote consistently then, um, but now it's like, I I have to journal like every two days mm-hmm. and something does come out of that a lot yeah. because I do hide, not intentionally, but there's a lot that happens in my subconscious that I just need to just like mm-hmm. word vomit. Mm-hmm. So because of that, that does allow me to open my mind and then for, for something to just kind of drop and kind of click. click. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, 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 yeah. And then maybe in the next week, I'm like, oh, that's what I was writing about. Let's try put that in song, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Um, So yeah, that's that's kind of I love that. Yeah,
0: that's a really cool. Like, it's a process that holds both like kind of the structure to it because there's always structure to writing, even if it doesn't seem like there Mm -hmm. is. But then. It's also a process that's, like, so open and surrendered to, like, inspiration. Yes. Which I love. Yeah. That's really cool.
1: How does that compare to your writing style,
0: Oh, gosh. Um, I would say not as – I haven't gotten as maybe good of a handle on, like, how to get all of the other stuff in my brain out of the way – so that I can get to the thing that I'm actually feeling mm, <laughs> to like yeah. write. But I do, I am similar in the sense of like, I don't really sit down to like write, st- like with structure. Mm. I do every once in a while. I have done that. And I have written things that I like out of that time, but I do prefer to just go off of like feeling really inspired. Yeah. 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 Um, Lauren Graham. Yeah. Um, <laughs> She's an actor and writer. She has this thing that she calls the kitchen timer technique. Ooh. And she, she's like a um, novelist and essayist. And she um, will, <laughs> literally just using her kitchen timer. and But she'll have two pages pulled up on her computer and the dealio is that she cannot have her phone with her um, and that she has two pages up and one of them is the thing that she's supposed to be writing and the other one can be whatever the heck she wants it to be so it's like a brain dump page (sighs) so if she's sitting there and she like cannot focus she can like um basically like word vomit or like stream of consciousness on this other work doc and then she'll shift back to the thing that she's supposed to be working on and if other like intrusive thoughts come up that she's like ah, I gotta get this out then she'll like write it down mm-hmm. so like maybe it's like bullet po- points of like oh what she has to do for the rest of the day or something like that but she like always has those two pages pulled up and then she has to work until the kitchen timer goes off. wow <laughs> isn't that great that is really great I'm like see that's structure that I do have and discipline yeah. that I don't have yet
1: I don't know yeah I do think it's cool like art oftentimes lives in the in-between of structure and fluidity mm. and I think that that I'm I marvel at my <laughs> friends two of them being the girls sitting in front of me but um, who write music or because I feel like music or poetry even, sits perfectly in the middle of that Mm. because it has to have some sort of structure because there is melodic lines and notes and like Mm. it has to have a beginning middle end sometimes there's a very clear chorus chorus you know or like verse chorus verse chorus bridge chorus you know like very structured um way of producing the art but in how the words that you use, the metaphors you use, the the way that the melodic lines, the music informs the lyrics, all of those different things have to be, as Rachel just said, surrendered to inspiration or else it's gonna feel robotic. Yeah, and I think that there's, I, I just marvel at people who can create beautiful music on their own, um, that lives perfectly within that structure. Um, because it's difficult, it's so hard, um, but it is. I mean, so inspiring for people. That's mm-hmm. for freaking sure. Mm-hmm. Both of y'all are superstars. Oh my gosh. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, what, Rach?
0: I was just gonna move
2: on. To yeah, I was about question. to say next okay, question. Yeah,
0: because <laughs> I'm curious. Yeah. <laughs> why? Why do you think that art is important? I know.
2: Art in general. Yeah. Oh my.
0: Or you can go more specific. Um, if you want to go more like music or drama.
2: No, I mean all of it. Mm-hmm. Uh. I think, I think at a time, and still now, there is uh, drama and a need for theater, a need for musicals, and then sometimes there's a need for music and Mm -hmm. expressing yourself through music, in my opinion, Mm -hmm. um, like in my life, Mm -hmm. but in general, like, it's another source of communication. Yeah we have different like sources of communication. There's coding, there's, you know, I don't know, when you're an architect, there's different ways to like symbols to communicate what this is. Art is exactly the same. Wow. But like maybe because we have so much barriers and things to kind of close off certain things in our minds created by society Mm. or by your family or by the place where you live, um, it's not as easy to say it, and sometimes you don't have the language for it, mm. right? So you start describing it with your art, like drawing it, or you start describing it in um, in your writing when you're writing a play or something, mm-hmm. and you maybe don't know what the end picture is until you're finished and you look at it and you're like, oh, I'm basically talking about mental health,
0: right? <laughs> <Yeah, laughs> you know,
2: right. like. It it all is a source of communication, whether you start off knowing this or you finish and you end it, and you and you're like, oh, this is what I'm talking about. Yeah. So those people who don't have different minds of architectural or uh, coding, yeah, man, coding is a is a world. Yeah. But like those people who just don't have those minds mm-hmm. and want to describe things differently and want to express something, art is that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's why I think it's extremely important. Even the three-year-olds I teach, right. like we had shakers today and like, you know, we're shaking them <laughs> with rhythm. And even that to them is something like, um, it's expressive, whether it's expressive in their body or when they're singing something, it, it's still creating a sense of like, this is how I express myself, right. mm. and if I want to express myself with a shaker, I can. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's a communication tool, and yeah. it, it's so 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 needed, even if we're doing fan kicks on stage, right, on Broadway. Right. With a lot of pyrotechnics,
1: <laughs> <laughs> totally, yeah.
0: totally, with like fire,
2: <laughs> with, yeah, fire, and lights like, and projections, thirty yeah. dancers <laughs> yeah. on the stage yeah. simultaneously. Yeah. Form of communication. Yeah, yeah.
1: oh, I mm. love the simplicity of that. That's beautiful. Yeah, when you said it's a form of communication, I immediately got chills. Yeah. No. So, oh, because like there is, I, I think that we. As artists we value what we do so much Mm -hmm. and there's so much weight that we put on it and um, I was watching an interview with Denzel the other day (laughs) one of the greats (laughs) and uh, he was like people ask me all the time like if it's hard to do a movie and he was like it's just a movie Mm. he goes I going to war is hard he was like being alone is hard Mm. having doing these things are hard but it's just a movie and so when you said it's just communication, I was like, sheesh. I was like, you're right, it is. It's just another form of communication and an effective one to uh, tons of different people because it's communicating something, whatever that art piece is trying to say um, to a group of people all at once. Mm. So like, if we're going to a museum, you, all three of us can stand and look at the same piece of art. And it's going to communicate to us something. Mm. Now, what you get versus what Rach gets versus what I get might be different, but we're all having communication with this one piece all at the same time. Mm. And it's the same thing with the 30 girls with the pyrotechnics, you know, kicking their face. Like, it's going to communicate to us something, whether that's joy, whether that's excitement, whether, Mm. you know, whether that's a little bit of escapism, never hurt nobody, like, you know, (laughs) like whatever that may be. Um. All of us can sit in a room together experiencing a piece of art and come out of it having received some sort of message. Yeah. Um, Which is such a beautiful way to say that. I know. It's just communication. Yeah. Gosh. Love that. So,
0: in like our artistic lives, it can feel not so simple sometimes (laughs) (laughs) so as you know that happens how do you
2: stay grounded as a human as a human yeah well i don't know what it is but i love to take my shoes off go to central park or any park and just touch grass Yes. Listen, man. there's <laughs> something in that. there's yeah. something in that. i I think during COVID, which I mean i I probably hated the most being home after being like so amped up and like yeah. starting my acting career and starting school. I mean, I was in my third semester at the time and and then it all cut you know got sh- cut short, so I was six hours ahead. Wow. And you know, doing acting classes at like one AM. Wow. And I'm like, oh my gosh. So um being stuck at home with my mom. My mom is the greatest. <laughs> but you know when you're stuck there. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, no, yeah. it gets tough. <laughs> yeah. But she loves gardening. Mm-hmm. And sometimes she'd be like, well, like come out to the garden with me, like Here's a hose, and you know I'll just fiddle with the plants or whatever, and then she would see like a rainbow in the ho- in the water between, and she was just like, "Look, God is here already." No, 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 and she would Aww. talk about like how God is present in all like types of nature, and she can see it at every moment. Wow! And I just loved seeing God in nature with her, and I think that's one of the things that I I probably needed to learn before going back to America by myself. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Um, So I don't know know what it is. I think when I just see nature, I'm just so reminded of God. And that really grounds me Of like, yeah, it's kind of, yeah, the the life of an artist, you know, I'm thinking about, oh, I need to release the song. No, there's an audition then. No, I need to do like my survival job. And I just, when I go and sit down on grass, take my shoes off and my socks off and I touch grass and I look up to the sky, it kind of reminds me of like, whoa, yeah. like these things are blessings. Right. Right. And just be here. Yeah. With mm-hmm. me. Yeah. Right now. Mm-hmm. And that is the most grounding thing. And if I don't have, you know, time to go to the park, sometimes I walk past a tree and I touch it. I don't know. It's the smallest yeah. things that it has to be kind of physical for me yeah. huh? to kind of like wake up. Right, yeah. right. And so, and also like New York is so fast paced. Right. So immediately come from work, go to this, go to that, yeah. make dinner. Then you can rest inside your very small apartment. you know? Inside your shoebox. Yeah. Inside your shoebox. Yeah. You know, and you don't remember to take a walk and you don't remember to to feed your body and fresh air or just to not think about anything. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I need things that are kind of physical. Mm -hmm. And then if I don't get to do that, I definitely journal. Mm -hmm. I journal on my fire escape
1: or in my bed.
2: But like, it has to be kind of like, Hey, today I did this. Yeah. And it's not a lot, (laughs) but I'm here. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Oof. Yeah. There's something about, um, we were just talking with John Reed about um, embodiment and like embodied um, like activity. So like there's something to what you're saying of just like touching the ground beneath you Mm -hmm. and touching the trees because those things are like rooted in the earth. Right, right. (laughs) You know, and that's, um, you know, when when we are, especially here in New York, when it's like overstimulating everyday all day Um, and we have these little screens that we carry around with us all the time like reminding us of anything and everything and it's like the social media like when you're I don't know if we all feel this way but like with when you're following a bunch of other artists it can't you can so easily fall into the comparison game or you can fall into even if you're not comparing but you're just you're, you're taking in so much information all the time about what other people are doing, but you're not actually in an embodied space with them. (laughs) Right. Um, and so it's just like this really strange thing. So it makes total sense to me. And I think that there's actually a lot of science to back that. I just Mm -hmm. don't know it, but the, um, of like having to be in nature, I do know that there's such thing as forest bathing. Have you heard of oh, that? What? It's like literally going and just sitting in a forest, and there's like, uh, like grounding effects of of that. Just well, sitting, just sitting amongst trees.
2: I want a forest bath. <laughs> I know. I'm like, look, look at it up. That's forest. like the actual term is Wait, forest bathing. Are there bathing. animals in the forest? Uh, yo, yo. She,
1: see, she said, so are see, there animals? <laughs>
2: Wait a minute. Wait a minute. (laughs) Central
0: Park, (laughs) I think,
2: could count
0: because you're like in the middle of a bunch of trees. Does it, does it count as
2: a forest? Please can it count I mean that's the term. It uh, doesn't count
0: as a forest, but for breathing.
2: Uh, and it's a now speaking. Can we can <laughs> we can we make Central Park uh, a forest? Please. I don't wanna I don't wanna, you know, come across a, a mountain lion. Yeah, no no no
1: no, a no coyote. No. Yeah, no no no. Get out of here with that Listen, yeah. yeah to all
0: you scientists I, out there listening to Gentle this listeners podcast. that are scientists, scientists listening to our podcast.
1: Yeah. Um yeah, I I joke with our friend Sophie Agnan, friend of the podcast, just Sophie Agnan. Mm-hmm. Um, I joke with her all the time about touching grass because yeah. she's really, like she loves to take off her shoes and go stand in grass. Oh, that's yes. who I, I yeah. was thinking about. I and, was like, who was I just talking to about this? And there's this like term now that's kind of thrown around on social media. It's kind of like a like, whatever it's like when people are being mean or people are being whatever you're like oh go touch grass it's like get out of oh. your head and like go put your feet on some grass like stop being that way no way that's a thing and yeah and um which i low-key think is hilarious <laughs>
2: like, in my head Don't i'm thinking, grass. i'm gonna start using yeah. that yeah. not to insult people but like to be like oh can you can go touch grass go touch like, grass you're, 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 you're fine yeah. yeah i just feel like that's
1: so funny I'm like <laughs> people are like shut up go touch grass but i i think that there is like you know we as human beings even just like in society today like our feet were made to touch the earth mm-hmm. and like we walk around with shoes on all day for our protection right mm. but at some point there's something to us physically touching the ground, mm. soil, dirt, grass, um, trees, you know, there is something to that that connects us more to our original state of being. Mm. And, um, that sounded so like, my <laughs> original state of being, but you, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Um, and so I think that that is like, it's so, I love that you said that. Mm. And then journaling. I, I love that you said journaling because I think we, through our cell phones like Rach was talking about and through all these things, we are getting constantly inundated with information. And so much so that I honestly don't think humans were created to know as much as we do, Mm. like as far as information goes. So like, I mean, 15 years ago, 20 years ago, even further back than that 30 years ago, like you would only know what was going on within your like little intimate community, community, which in some ways is really good because it allows for focus like on that particular community and bettering that particular community um, and intimacy within that community. Um, But I I think that lots of times we as humans, we want to be in control of everything. So because of that, we want to, ingest all the information
2: everything cuz we're like
1: mm. if we know everything then I'll be in control of everything mm. when in reality it's like it actually makes us realize how not in control we are of everything mm. so being able to like put things down on paper yeah and be like this is what I did today this is how I moved these are the thoughts that I have on that yeah helps us recognize like it it almost at least it does for me sometimes it helps me reorder <laughs> my life You're right and be like oh yeah okay, Yeah. all of this stuff, like tomorrow is a new day. Mm-hmm. Like these things will go away. These things I learned. These things are good. things. things are not. Whereas mm-hmm. like, lots of times we just hold on to that stuff and yeah. we just carry it into the next day when it's like, yeah. ooh, and gotta I gotta get
2: rid of some of that. That too of like, because we have so much stacked in our day or if not, you know, just living in the city mm-hmm. and just living in life in general. There's a lot of things that you don't say that more a lot of things of you don't say rather than the things that you do right. so there's a lot of pent-up things yeah. whether it's yeah. like things that are chill or things that are actually really heavy yeah so that's why I like journaling at the end of the day is like so crucial for me mm. and if i don't journal at the end of the day i know it's tomorrow right yeah. because there's so many things that kind of pile up mm-hmm. when you don't say yeah that Come out in different ways in your life. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was just thinking, should
0: I title this episode Anel Moya on something, something and touching grass?
1: <laughs> <laughs> and quotes, go touch grass. Go touch grass. Um, <laughs> I just love it. Um, Anel, like okay. I, Anel, you're such a tree hugger. <laughs> Girl, hey, ain't nothing thing. wrong with hugging a tree. I know. <laughs> um, Gosh, um, lots, every time when I go home, so as a little side note, I live, I grew up in Texas and, um, every time I go home, my dad always makes the exact same joke. He picks me up in his truck. We get in his truck and he goes, LB, look up. That's called a sky. And he goes, look at that. That's called a tree. He's like, you don't see many of those, do you? And I'm like, okay, first of all, ha ha. Very funny. We've heard this joke many, many times. I get it. I live in New York. You live in the country. Whoop. Big whoop. But (laughs) like there is something to be said about acknowledging like, oh, yeah. Sometimes I don't recognize. I don't look up nearly as much Mm -hmm. as enough. Mm -hmm. Like actually take my feet off of the ground or off of my cell phone and just like look up at the sky.
2: Honestly, we're scared to step and poop. Uh, fair
1: fair um and with that being said it's so question number four it's so true <laughs> with that being <makes> said <laughs> i said it so seriously i'm gonna sip i mean that right. is so you're funny right.
0: because i was about to say i feel like for a while i was like i'm not gonna look up because all of the tourists in new york are looking up all the time right right and but now i'm like forget that i'm gonna look up but then you step in poop <laughs> And then, and then you're, you're like, it's just bad
1: for the rest of the but day. This oh, is why. This is why I don't look up. Anyway. Yeah, exactly. Question Did four, you? LB. That is also a film. Don't look up. Anyway. Um, what person, place, or experience has shaped you the most creatively? I you know.
2: Mm, person, place, or experience has shaped me creatively. Mm-hmm. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Okay, okay. Um, Person, place, or experience? This one's a hard one, y'all. I know. I know. I think.
0: Whew. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. It is is a tricky one. It's a loaded one. I think we get a lot of, we get a very big variety. Yeah, massive variety of answers.
2: Okay. Um, Definitely. I think because what i what what drew me into theater was to make people as happy as I felt when I was watching
1: mm.
2: you know mm-hmm. and my one of my aunts when I was like starting out I was like i just want to give i just want to give people joy mm. yeah. um and I think as I was like you know twenty twenty one I think only then was i really understanding who God is for me. Mm. Cause I always grew up believing in God, but like I was kind of piggybacking off of my mom. Mm. Um, and I started to understand who God was for me and I'm like, okay, what is this joy that I talk about? Mm. And I think God has definitely shaped me in my experience creatively. Um, because everything I now do mm. is coming out of that. Mm mm-hmm. And when it doesn't, it feels false. It feels inauthentic. Um, And experience-wise, maybe how I view love in general Mm. um, has shaped even how I make my music now and and how truthful I am Mm. about it. I was very much like a hopeless romantic. I was every day is a romantic movie. I definitely top two of my favorite movies are romantic movies, and they're not that great. Let's just <laughs> let's just say that out there. Um, but this better be your answer to question five. Oh jeez. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, I think how I view how I viewed love. And currently do definitely shapes how like how I write creatively, mm-hmm. um, and you can see it in my work, and um, it's still sparking a curiosity in my past and the things that I blocked out, mm. right? Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, hey, this one, this hard, This one is a hard no, question. No,
0: those are really good answers, and honestly, mm-hmm. I appreciate the those are almost, like, more, like, concepts of, Mm -hmm. like, what shapes you. Mm. Um, Well, yeah, not concepts, but um, ideas, thoughts that shape you, beliefs that shape you, and I think that those are experiences in and of themselves, you
1: know?
2: Mm -hmm.
0: And they, they can, they're, yeah, very powerful, so... And I appreciate that.
1: Uh, oftentimes I think it's the experiences we have or the people we encounter, um, are, uh, underneath them are the beliefs and the values and the things that actually shape us. Mm-hmm. So it's like, if you experience somebody who, you know, gives you, ex- exemplifies true love or what you perceive to be love, then it's like, okay, well then, love is what shaped me through that person if yeah. that makes any sense yeah or like if you you know your experience with god and how he shaped your heart and shaped your life like that it through him you've been creatively shaped so it's like mm. there is yeah. a um level of i appreciate how you took the question and what a level deeper yeah. no you didn't no, just exactly say, like you didn't just say oh You know, this person or this place that I went. It's like, it's like, okay, what shaped you is joy, love, and God. Those are like deep things, which I
2: love that. I love it. Exactly. It was hard to think of like a place because I'm thinking like all these different places, and especially New York is definitely a place that shaped me creatively. But I sometimes did idolize new york as the, the it yeah. thing mm-hmm. so it shaped me creatively but i had to think like what's underneath that yeah i mm. love that yeah. yeah i love
1: it oh so good okay, all
2: right
0: our last and final question now
2: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. what
0: book play or film do you think every person should read or watch
2: oh geez is this you wanted one one of my romantic <laughs> movies <laughs> 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 okay um it, <laughs> they don't have to be the answer to this question. I just thought it was funny. Okay. Um, movie, which I found very, I rated it a very high eight that Great. I watched recently. Mm-hmm. And it's called po- um no, don't forget it. Is it a new movie? <laughs> yes, it is a new movie. A poetic Society? Um, Poe is I it dead poet society no okay
0: that's me that's <laughs> we were just talking about that which is why i was like on that no it,
2: on the it's basically oh man i probably have to think of another one because i forgot okay. the name of it i will describe it okay it's, yeah uh, about an indian family in the uk mm-hmm. and the older sister is you know struggling through um her artist life and thinking if she really is an artist. So she's in a really like depressive state Mm. and her little sister loves like stunting and wants to be a stunt woman. They kind of support each other until a person comes uh, knocking at the big sister's door and starts dating her. And then it's kind of like a ninja movie, but then it goes back to reality. So you don't really know what is real and what's not real and yes love that and it's very comical but at this they do it in a very beautiful way and very comical way so I don't know I rated it very high and they did a really beautiful job incorporating their culture so naturally Mm. not kind of saying yeah this is the this is the culture yeah but like just in it Mm. through it so um yeah that um and then one of my favorite movies (laughs) is called something borrowed (gasps) I love that movie I if, if anybody so hears true. me like, I've got better taste please <laughs> I, know, I know I love exactly Inception and every every Christopher Nolan movie <laughs> but right now something borrowed lives in my heart and if you haven't watched it you need to watch it just for the sake of Anel Moya
0: I love you and I love that you just said that movie because it's true. It I I feel such deep feelings when I watch that movie, but it's, it is not the world's greatest movie. No, it's not. In fact, it's like mediocre.
2: mediocre. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. But it's like all, so the, mediocre, feels. But all the, the feels. all the feels, the acting it I don't know was not that great, but like <laughs> No, no, no. It it was good. But like that part where um, Kate Hudson's like, Rachel, Rachel. Yes. I'm like, guys, put me Wait, up, Sign me actually up. a really good Kate Hudson impression. I, I, I did the entire movie.
0: Oh my gosh. Okay, we're going to get together and watch that because yeah. I love that. Oh my gosh. And now... <laughs> We're so grateful that you came on our podcast. We love you so
2: oh much. Oh I love you guys. Where
0: can people like follow your creative
2: career mm-hmm. just to keep up with music and everything that you're doing? Yes. Okay. So Instagram's my main and it's just Anel Moya, A-N-N-E-L-L-M-O-Y-A. And that's also Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. I'm not really, I need to up Facebook because no, nobody really cares don't. about Facebook, <laughs> but apparently marketing does. So got it. Facebook, oh, good to know. You know, and then um, my website's in my bio on Instagram as well, so perfect. They can find it there.
1: Oh. Well, we oh. love you. Thank you yeah. so much You're for joining us. The best, <laughs> now We love you so much, you guys. Um, I hope you feel inspired. Go touch grass. Touch. Go touch grass. Grass. Go um, write some something in a journal. Go yeah. make music. Um, and we will see you next time.
0: thanks for listening to the for the makers podcast to find out more about seated productions you can visit our website at www.seatedproductions.com and follow us on instagram at seated.productions and if you love what we do and want to support us you can make a tax-deductible donation by visiting our website or by following the link in our podcast description until next time listen well and tell stories